From the vibrant soul of Sherrianna Boyle comes Just Ask Spirit, a show that reflects Sherrianna's passion to get this world feeling again. Her belief, emotions are the gateway to the soul. Sherrianna and her guest lineup of authors, healers, educators, and visionaries cover a variety of topics related to mental health and spirituality. Each week, Sherrianna and her team of experts share remarkable insights about life, spirit, manifesting, and more. Hello, everybody. Welcome. I'm Sherrianna. Welcome to the show. Happy Monday. Happy Monday, everyone. I'm so glad that you're here and listening in. So I thought I'd start the show out with a question, which I will sometimes do. And the intention of this is to bring about a little bit of reflection, right? A little bit of introspection, taking a moment to connect to yourself, connect to your spirit, connect to the part of us that comes from something bigger, something greater, right? And the question I want to ask you today is if if you've ever been called to something, have you ever been called to something? Like perhaps it's a, a cause or a desire, or perhaps you're just drawn to something. So let me ask it this way. What are you, what are you drawn to? Right? Are you are you drawn to animals? Do you absolutely love animals? Do you find that no matter what, you're always drawn to animals? Or perhaps you're drawn to healing and you have this thirst for learning more about ways that we can heal ourselves and others. Or perhaps you have a calling for connection. Maybe you are the person that kind of brings everybody together, whether it's a gathering or maybe it's a, you know, taking a vacation. I know people that are just so good at that <laughs> and kind of pulling it all together, making things happen. That's a calling. So again, <clears throat> ask yourself, what am I called to? What am I drawn to? For some, it might be nature, right? I'm drawn to see some things. I'm drawn to visit some places. I'm drawn to learn more about cultures and and people. It's so interesting, isn't it? To really take a moment. And the reason I bring this up today is because I have a guest coming. This guest is going to be here any moment. And this person had a very soulful calling to something. And I'm not going to let you know what it is yet. I'm going to wait for the guest to sort of reveal and do a proper introduction. But I, I just thought I would share because I think Many of us are called to different things in our lives, and yet we don't really know what to do, right? So my hope is we're going to learn a lot today. This is a very serious topic, but as you listen to it, I want you to also, I don't want, I want you to learn. I want you to feel empowered. That's my hope to be educated, but also to 
learn about that calling, that inner calling that we sometimes um, have in our lives. So our guest is here. I'm going to introduce you in just a moment. Welcome, Jan Edwards, to Just Ask Spirit. Thank you. So happy to be with you today. So happy to be with you. And I'm I'm just glad I'm glad you made it, right? I know that you Me too. <laughs> you've had you've had a busy day. Uh Jan and I were just talking, everyone, about your day um today, Jan. Um in terms of you're out there educating, right? Out there mm-hmm. educating people on a very important topic. But let me just tell the audience a little bit about who you are. Jan Edwards is the founder and president of Paving the Way Foundation, an organization that is a fierce disruption. I love that word fierce in the cycle of child trafficking around the globe. This is accomplished through education, training programs that empower communities to break the cycle. And I'm going to be asking Jan about that cycle in a moment. Paving the Way has educated over 16,000 youth and adults the past four years. Miss Edwards has been featured on TV podcasts, uh, radio shows, and you are most definitely an influencer in this field. You uh, also, Jan, is the writer and the co-director of and producer of an award-winning film, Trapped in the Trade, which won Best Script in the London Indie Short Film Festival and was featured on CNN. Jan is also the chairperson for the Seminole County Human Trafficking Task Force. You can learn more about Jan by going to Paving the Way and the Cause, the foundation, pavingthewayfoundation.org. So, so happy to have you here. And I wanted to, so much is going through my mind, Jan, but I I really wanted to ask you what called you to this cause, this journey? How did this come to be? Sure. So about, uh, I have to think about that, I have to do the math. Nine years ago, actually Mm -hmm. this month, I uh, was invited to go to Ethiopia. You know, those events and those people, the conferences you go to, and even online, you know, when people speak, you're like, I had to talk to that person more, right? It was one of those moments. I was at the Get Health Summit at the UN and I met this extraordinary man. His name's Dr. Mahari. He is a neurologist out of Tennessee and he was speaking about something and it just hit my heart. And I'm like, okay, I got to talk to this guy. So I went over, we exchanged cards, exchanged texts, exchanged emails and he was like, I, you know, look forward to talking to you, Jan. However, I'm planning a trip to Ethiopia. Can we talk next month? Which was in February and then it was March, right? I'm like, of course, you know, have a great time. Send pictures. He sends me an email right back and says, hey, do you want to go? No way. Way. What? Right. <laughs> Did you know this it's, man? <laughs> no. <I'm> just You just... <laughs> <laughs> no, um, like, exactly. Right. And I remember I was sitting at lunch with my mom across the yeah. table, Uh huh. my daughter next to me. And I'm like, I just got invited to go to Ethiopia when <laughs> <And> my mom, <laughs> okay, being a mom, you're not going, are you? You know, she's a mom. She's like, you know, trying to keep her baby safe. And my daughter's like, you're going right. And, uh, I went home, did some math, 
you know, looked at flights and I went. And it was there that I learned about human trafficking. I don't know if any of your listeners have been on uh, a mission trip before, but at the end of the day, you're toast. You're just done. You, mm-hmm. Shiriana, you want to just take a shower. You want to eat, want to go to bed. You're just, there's no conversing on the bus ride home, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I was looking out the window and it was just a moment in time. We were in Addis Ababa and there are two stoplights in the whole city. There might be three now. So you can imagine what traffic's like. And it was just a moment in time. I looked at my window and I saw two older men and two younger girls and it just didn't feel right. Hmm. You know that feeling? Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. And I went home to my sponsor's house and I shared with him what I saw. What was fascinating, he was just so nonchalant about it. Like it was such a, everybody talks about it kind of topic. He goes, Jenny said, it was human trafficking. Wow. Now, now you got to get, this is 2013. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, Epstein hadn't happened. Maxwell hadn't happened. R. Kelly hadn't happened. None of that. Nobody was talking about any of this. And I looked at him. I said, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. And he goes, Jan, he said, Ethiopia has 4.5 million orphans. We're the number one source of human trafficking into the Middle East. And my brain, much like your brain and some of your listeners' brain is still trying to wrap around. It, it's like, wait, what? And I looked at him and I said, hang on a second. I said, are you telling me people are selling people? Like I couldn't get it. Yeah. You know, over here, I'm like, you know, we, I don't know, we had the abolitionist movement and the you know, Emancipation Proclamation. Like over here, I'm like, done. Had yeah. no idea. No idea. Yeah. And he's like, Jan, this is a $150 billion industry. Where you been? And over here, I'm thinking, yeah, I'm like, well, I live in Orlando. And apparently, we don't talk about this kind of thing. So... <laughs> So I got home and I did some research and found out that Florida has the third highest number of calls Mm -hmm. to the national trafficking hotline right behind uh, Texas and California. And I remember saying out loud, you know, Ethiopia, I'm coming for you. I haven't (laughs) forgotten about them. Um, Mm -hmm. And I got to fix my own backyard first. So Mm -hmm. that's really what launched this particular journey. Wow. That, that is absolutely fascinating. So this wasn't on your radar. Nope. <laughs> and I hope the, li- the, the listeners, you weren't here for this part, Jan. But what I asked the listeners to think about before you came on was to think about what you're called to and to think about what you're drawn to. And so often, you know, we think a calling is like, you know, but what you're is is it just going to be something that we do for work or you know we we're not really sure what it is but what you're showing us is that something came to you <laughs> yes right? and yes, and very it was much a so. feeling that the key point is cuz this is just our spirit and everyone listening mm-hmm. she had a feeling right so you're at the conference and you have a feeling that you need to get to know this guy. Mm-hmm. And then you have another feeling that you need to go on the trip. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right? Yes. And then you have another feeling that something doesn't feel right with what you saw when you were in that car. Boom, boom, 
boom. Now, is that yes. spirit or is that spirit? <laughs> Abs, you know, it's so funny that you say that because I was sharing the story with a woman that helped us get everything set up for the school I was at earlier today. And um, I said to her, I said, you know, I, I haven't taken a salary yet. I'm currently living in it. And it's not like I have millions of dollars in my 401k. All right. Mm-hmm. But I'm living off my 401k. And, and I'm very, you know, I'm, I'm not tight, but I'm frugal with my money. I'm smart with my money. And I said, the, my only explanation is that, right? In reality, that's my only explanation. I said, I got two tiny business grants last year and I used them to hire people, right? I didn't even pay myself. I'm, you know, it's like, I'm clear the commitment and what I, my job is here to do. And I will continue to forward that. And I know, and it's coming soon. I know Yes. Salary payment will come back around. I just know it will. And in the meantime, yeah. I just lean in and trust. I just lean in and trust. I listen. Uh, yes. And I lean in and I trust. It's the only explanation. Uh, you're working for God. That's what I always say. Uh, exactly. I say my my boss is God. <laughs> That's the one who tells me what what I ought to do and where I ought to serve next, right? You are yes. in service, Jan. Um, this is amazing. I want to know more, and I'm sure the listeners want to know more as well. So how are you doing this? What what is what is paving the way? So I, I guess I almost want to go to the beginning. So you go home, sure. you look at your own backyard, which mm-hmm. makes perfect sense, right? Mm-hmm. And and where the heck do you begin? I mean, so many right. of us, we feel horrible, but we don't even know where to start, right? <laughs> so, so true. <laughs> it's so true. Well, I did what any good respectable businesswoman was, is I went and got a coach, right? <laughs> because <laughs> I love it. And <laughs> I have a, this a business vision. coach, a business coach. Or... Yes, a business okay. coach. Yes, all right. a business coach. Yeah, okay. I, I give them props all the time. It's called the, you'll love it. It's called, the. Um, they're called Red Elephant. Red uh-huh. Elephant Inc. Okay. And um, yeah, they uh, I, somebody invited me to a conference they were at. And I'm like, those are my coaches. And I remember going up to them afterwards. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. I have this crazy thing that I'm doing. I have no idea how to do this. And I need you to help me, you know, and, and they normally coach business coaches. They, you know, shifted their business model some, but that's, that's what they're masterful at. Yeah. And, and he looked at me and he said, so great. On the, we, he and I just talked about this the other night because they're still my coaches. Um, he looked at me and he goes, I have no idea how we're going to do this, but we'll figure it out together. <laughs> I love it. That's a sign of a good coach, <laughs> right? That, you know, honesty. honesty. For sure. So, you know, and, yeah. and, and we did what any, and, and look, I have a business background. I work for Fortune 100 companies, right? Most yeah. of my adult career. And so I know how to run a business. It's what I know how to do. And, and so we took those business principles, took the cause and kind of did a mashup with it. Wow. And, um, you know, I did two years of market research before I stepped in front of a, a, a kid. You know, we, we, I've written and produced my, the award-winning film we talked about, Trapped in the Trade, which is another spirit thing. Uh, okay. Can I, can I tell you that story? Oh, uh, well, you know, this show is called just ask spirit, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I just, just so I want to know, Rex, I know there's, there, we have breaks in time. This is and stuff, perfect. But... Yes. No, we have time. Okay, tell us. So, okay. well, well, first of all, before we, we drive our listeners crazy here. So, yes. So you get, you got a business coach and, and now you're, you, you have experience in business. So we have to 
We have to know that you came in here prepared, but don't yes. you think spirit wasn't involved in preparing her? Oh, for sure. <laughs> right? There's a reason that. Are you ready? Spirit- Are you okay, ready? Go, go. Yes. I I'm was ready. the, st- I swear to God, I worked for this company for 18 years. I had six jobs. I was the startup girl. No way. Way. Oh, I have the chills. I've, I've, I've chills all over my body. All oh. my whole career prepared me to literally create something from nothing because I'd done it over and over and over and over again, you having no idea, no idea what you're being prepared for. So what I love about this, Jan, this is just so good. And I hope the listeners are getting this. She didn't jump right in. So, so many of us are like, okay, get the website, da, 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 get your list and check this off. And you didn't step, you didn't actually work and help the children for two years. Yes. So you created your foundation and you knew, mm-hmm. okay, tell us about the film story. Yeah. So I, uh, it's so crazy. So, you know, so I come back from Ethiopia, I go do a couple of other things and I know I'm supposed to be doing something with human trafficking. Right. And I'm really, God and I have conversations all the time. Yes. There, yes. I am down on my knees often. Okay. Just so we're <laughs> clear about that. There are other times when we're having a conversation kind of like today, I'm like, dude, seriously, you know, right. Right. Like that. And there's other times I'm like, okay, you keep pointing, you keep bringing all this stuff to me. What do you want me to do? <laughs> okay. I, I yes. don't, you know, these little signs in the sky don't work for me. I need shiny red neon arrows. You got to point me in the right direction. Right. Yes. <laughs> and so I'm having this conversation while I'm driving to go see my mom. She had fallen and she was in rehab. So I go and talk to my mom for a couple of hours. I leave and I'm driving down Curry Ford road here in Orlando. And I hear this documentary. Like, what? <laughs> Just a small thing. (laughs) Okay. Filmmaker. I'm like, whatever, (laughs) right? So I I never forget. I turn and left. I go into the Chevron station to fill up my car with gas. And I'm filling my car up with gas. This time it's much louder. It's like documentary. I'm like, whoa. Okay. All right. Whatever. Okay. I go home. I open up my laptop and I wrote the film in two days. Oh my God. You are kidding me. No. I mean, and, when I, you know? I, and, and you got to get, this is, you know, 2014, right? I'd been back and, you know, working on stuff. I'm learning stuff. I'm educating stuff. I'm, I'm talking to people, so right? I'm talking to law enforcement. Are you, did you write a table of, con- like, I, I don't no, know. I, I literally start. wrote the film. <laughs> I, I opened up my laptop. I found, I found a script format online and I'm like, okay. And my daughter can attest to it. I literally sat at the kitchen counter Friday night, all day, Saturday, all day, Sunday, Sunday night and wrote the film. I wrote about stuff I did not know. Okay. I know it now. Yes. I I, like angles, verbiage. So you channeled the film. All of it. Totally. Yes. Wow. Holy. So you write this film and then Mm -hmm. what? 
And then, of course, you know, there's always wolves in sheep's clothing, you know, so I'm talking to everybody. I've, I've never produced a film before. It takes something to do that. Okay? <laughs> and I'm talking to people and I'm looking for people and somebody introduces me to a friend who ends up being a, a wolf in sheep's clothing, which is bad. Right. Yeah. And then um, and then my mom passed away. Um, um, yeah. And and. It took me about a, you know, and there was nothing left unsaid between me and my mom, okay? There was nothing left unsaid. So it wasn't, you know, and she was 90 and she lived a great life. Um, and grief takes something, right? Yeah. But I knew that this was possible and she'd left us a little, she'd left me a little money and I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, we're going to go do this, right? And so we shot the film the following year. Um, we had it edited and um, yeah, we shot the film in 2016. We had it edited and we premiered it in New York in 2017. Unbelievable. And it won awards. And it just won too. It was kind of cool. Um, I, there's a, you know, I have strategies behind pretty much everything I do, but yeah. um, when it comes to business, um, but we also just won best film short director from the international cosmopolitan Tokyo film festival. This is unbelievable. It's crazy. Wow. Jan, we have to take a quick break. Uh, we, we will be right back, everyone, with more from Jan Edwards. From the vibrant soul of Sherrianna Boyle comes Just Ask Spirit on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network every Monday at 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Just Ask Spirit is a show that reflects Sherrianna's passion to get this world feeling again. Her belief, emotions are the gateway to the soul. Sherrianna and her lineup of best-selling authors, healers, and visionaries cover a variety of topics related to mental health and spirituality. Don't miss Sherrianna's remarkable insights from the divine at the end of every show. Sherrianna Boyle is all about empowering you. Her life has centered around mindful approaches to healing the mind and body. Her main belief your emotions matter, processing them matters more. As a spiritual teacher and adjunct psychology professor, she is the author of nine books that can help empower lives from Emotional Detox Now, The Four Gifts of Anxiety, to Mantras Made Easy, and The Conscious Parenting Guide to Childhood Anxiety. There is certainly a book there for you. Find yours at SherryAnnaBoyle.com. Ever wonder what it's like to have your own radio show? Well, wonder no longer, because you can dip into the radio airwaves by being host for the day on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. It's a fabulous way to get your radio feet wet. It's an opportunity to market your business, modality, or book. Have a guest, mention a sponsor, and take callers. Or you may want to facilitate a lesson by going solo. It's up to you. Listeners can be online, mobile, in cars with Bluetooth, or listen through Amazon's Echo by asking Alexa, play Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. For more details, go to DreamVision7Radio.com and click on Host for the Day. Welcome back to Just Ask Spirit. I'm here with Jan Edwards from pavingthewayfoundation.com. Pavingthewayfoundation.com. So dot dot org. I'm sorry, dot org. I'm looking at my my uh, but if notes they do here. dot com, it'll come right back around to us. So of okay. course, because that's what you do. <laughs> that's that's why you're so the perfect person. Fantastic. So so here you are. You won awards. 
tell us about um, in terms of how do you serve and and sure, what do sure. we? I, I'd like to educate everyone a little bit about. Well, uh, there's a couple of things. Um, what do you do? I, I I know education is a big part of it, mm-hmm. and maybe you can explain how that education sure. alone changes things and can sure. help prevent this from happening. So go ahead. Sure. Sure. So the film, um, the film does the heavy lifting and the, the brilliancy, you know, we talk about God's spirit and, you know, like it had this all planned. Had mm-hmm. I known, you know, really, if someone had told me 10 years ago, Oh yeah, Jan, you'll be talking to a bunch of middle schoolers about online exploitation. <laughs> like, Right. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, um, yeah, I know it's just crazy. And what's even crazier, like today, even today, you know, I was at a private school here and we talked to about a thousand kids and teachers. The people that brought us in, the adults that brought us in, they're like, you're really good with kids. Like you talk to them. And I, and I, and I'm over here going, all I can say is I, it, I, I can't explain it. I love them. I love middle schoolers, but I just love them. Like they're our future. And, and really the source of all of this sharing on up, I'm being just really straight up, you know, getting to the, yeah. to the yes. guts of it is, yeah. I'm, and I'm going to get a little emotional. I yeah. I'm, I'm getting a little teary myself. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just, yeah. yeah, I'm committed. Our kids live a life. They love that. They get to choose. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're sucked into this world, yeah. you lose your choice. Yeah. Wow. You know, there's a there's a manipulation and threats and all the stuff that happens yeah. to have someone do something they wouldn't normally choose to do. Yeah. And at the source of it, I just want people to be free to choose their future. That's it. Yeah. That's really it. Yeah. You know, and, and this is such a dark underbelly of our society today. Yeah. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to give you some facts and then I'll go into answering your question because people, I'm a huge fan of the Socratic method of education. Um, so I like to ask really good questions, but I get data so that I can ask questions. So let me give you three numbers, eight, 10 and 21. Mm-hmm. Okay. It takes less than eight days to groom and recruit a child online to have them send a sexually explicit photo to a stranger. Wow. Less than eight days. So there's some urgency in what I do. Okay. Yes. Yeah. T- 10. The average age of grooming and recruitment and enticement is 10 to 13. So you're talking fourth and fifth graders. All right. Yeah. Okay. 21. The National Center for Missing and Exploited Children um, received 21.7 million online child sexual abuse material reports last year. And those are the reported ones. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So how do you tackle something that big, right? Same way you yeah. eat an elephant one bite at a time, but how do you tackle something that big? So when I came home from Ethiopia and I started doing the research and discovering it was our children they were targeting. Okay. And all this data can be looked up online, right? I don't speak Mm. from anything. I don't pull stuff out of my, you know what, to talk about. I source all of my data because this fight is too important and it's too big. And people, because it's so dark, Mm -hmm. dark will attempt to interrupt it and thwart it. Not Mm -hmm. on my watch. 
So I source everything. Mm-hmm. So when I discovered that the average age back then, by the way, was 11 to 14. So the past two years have shifted it younger. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, parents, parents are the natural group of human beings for me to talk to. I'll go talk to parents. Yeah. How do you think that went? Yeah. Not well. They didn't no. want to talk about it. They don't want to know about it. It's like, no. la, 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 la. and I'm like, okay, yeah. not, oh, not my no. child. Right. It's kind of like, yeah, it's kind of like talking about addiction yeah. or yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. not uh, my child. Yeah. They're, they're, they're getting all A's. They're fine. Yep. Right. Yep. As long and, as they're getting those A's. <laughs> oh yeah. And dot, yeah. dot, dot. I had proof. I was in a school, thousand kids today. I asked, I said, you don't have to. I said, but you know, how yeah. many of you have received a DM from someone you don't know? Mm-hmm. Every single hand went up. Yeah, so true. Right, and so we talked about that. So it was yeah. like, okay, kids, I'm like, not a problem, parents. Yeah, I'll go talk to your kids. Like, really, it's not a problem for me, and that's how I know it was given to me because it's not a problem for me for you to talk to children. So, mm-hmm. what do you? So, Jan, so, so as part of it, just a wake up. How do you? Mm-hmm. So we use the films. Yeah, so we use the film. Right. The film does the heavy lifting. We do two 90-minute segments with the kids. The first 90 minutes, we show the film, which is 28 minutes long. And then we have a great conversation of, okay, what would you do? Again, Socratic method of education. I'm going to ask questions. You're going to discover the answers. You're going to come up with a solution. Mm -hmm. I could tell you what to do. Won't go well, right? I want you to do the thinking. So we have great dialogue about, all right, if you're in that situation, what would you do? If you saw this, what action would you take? If you saw this, what, right? So we have a conversation and then we also invite them to take an action. It's like, look, how many of you know those kids that go eat lunch alone every day? You know, they all nod their heads. They know exactly who I'm talking about. And I said, I'm going to invite you, go have lunch with them. Mm. Just go sit down. Take your lunch. I don't care what your friends say. They can make fun of you all they want. Here's what I want you to get. The moment you sit down with that person, you're like, hey, I know it's probably weird. We've never really talked. My name is Jan. I'm going to sit down and have lunch with you. Just let you know, right? They could say nothing. They could be like, oh my God, who knows what they're going to say, right? Right. But here's the thing. And I ask this question every time I said to the kids, what does that do for the person sitting all by themselves? It's always somebody in the back. They raise their hand and they say, someone noticed them. Yeah. Wow. That right there. Yeah. Can save a life right there. That can stop a suicide. That can stop a shooting that can stop bulimia. That can stop anorexia. That can stop addiction right there. Someone noticed them. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that's the first 90 minutes, right? We do. We have that kind of conversation and they get it. Trust me. And you're so right because, you know, Jen, for years I taught parent education at night. Mm. I, I'm a former school psychologist. And Mm. so I used to, and one of the things that I would teach parents is don't, you know, always involve your children in the rules, right? You're going to have rules let them come up with they are let let them even sometimes come up with the consequences right yeah. that you know what do you, what do you think is a reasonable consequence should this occur because when children are involved they're more likely to follow them right yes. um, so i love i love your approach such Thank a you. simple thing 
I'm thinking about, of course, these last couple of years with COVID and how these Ooh. lunchrooms have been designed to stay away from each other. So, yes. boy, um, I, I, I'm glad we're all getting back together, but we've got a lot of catching up to do. <laughs> oh, girl. Oh, girl. So that's the first 90 minutes, right? Yeah. And, yes. and, and I do pre and post tests. So I see where they are. And I, I know I look where they are, you know, so I can bring up whatever I need to bring up the next day. A lot of times it's so funny because they'll be like, I'm not going to trust anyone ever again. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Right. It's like, no. And so we talk about trusting yourself and gut instincts and paying yes. attention to yourself and yes. that, right. Mm-hmm. And so then the second day we talk about Uh, social media, online exploitation, the grooming and recruitment tactics that are used online. And we also talk about laws that protect them because kids don't know they have rights. Mm -hmm. So we talk about the pieces of legislation that actually protect them. So should someone come check them at the lockers, that's actually illegal, right? It's not okay. And you actually have. What do you mean they could check them? I'm sorry. You know when when people check them against the lockers? That's what I thought. Mm -hmm. Really? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Especially in middle well, it's school. Assault. It's assault. It's assault. <sighs> That's assault. That's physical assault. Yeah. So um, it's assault. And I, I have way more things. And I'm going to pause right here. I'm going to pause this dialogue yes. right here. Yes. I, so I, here, I'm, I'm going to give your listeners an assignment. They can okay. choose to follow it or not, which is go find these two extraordinary documentaries. One is called Miss M-I-S-S Representation. And the other is the mask you live in and misrepresentation addresses the commoditization of women and the mask you live in addresses the suppression of male emotions. Oh, now you're, you're speaking my language. All right. And when you watch them together, you're going to be like, Oh, I see how we got here now. Uh, Like it's so clear. Okay. Yes. So, right. So the second half, we address a little bit of that, right? We address, it's like, no, no, it's not okay. And and we get real straight with the boys. I actually, my favorite group, right. To be clear, I love title one middle school, love them. And then next out is just regular middle school, seventh and eighth graders, particularly. And I love separating boys and girls because I have a very straightforward conversation with the boys. I'm like, okay, okay, y'all, how many of you have younger siblings? They raise their hands. I'm like, okay, I'm going to ask you a question. How many of you would like to see an inappropriate picture of your younger sibling on one of your buddy's phones? Yeah, that's a great way. And you can hear, you can imagine. And I'm like, okay, great. Stop asking for them. You're the best. This is amazing. I love this. We have to take a quick break. Everyone more with Jan Edwards. When we come back, looking for a fun and relaxing getaway? Omega Rest and Rejuvenation Retreats are a great way to unwind and renew your spirit. Sit and read in the garden, explore the woodland trails, or try a daily yoga or meditation class. You can stretch your body, quiet your mind, and do as much or as little as you choose. Located in Rhinebeck, New York, just 90 miles north of New York City, Omega's natural environment and quiet pace allow for extraordinary experiences to unfold. Learn more at eomega.org. Are you looking for a simple way to stay in shape and care for your emotions? Well, look no further. It's Sherrianna here. And I want you to know I have been teaching yoga for over 20 years. 
My style might be a little different. I include a little bit of cardio, yoga, breath work, and of course, you're going to hear my emotional detox teaching sprinkled in. People describe my classes as therapy. (laughs) So zoom in and practice yoga with me live on Tuesdays at 930 Eastern or Thursdays, noontime Eastern, where you can take it on demand as I record everything. Go to sherryannaboyle.com, click explore memberships to learn more. From the vibrant soul of Sherrianna Boyle comes Just Ask Spirit on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network every Monday at 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Just Ask Spirit is a show that reflects Sherrianna's passion to get this world feeling again. Her belief, emotions are the gateway to the soul. Sherrianna and her lineup of best-selling authors, healers, and visionaries cover a variety of topics related to mental health and spirituality. Don't miss Sherrianna's remarkable insights from the divine at the end of every show. When we think of a detox, we usually think of it as a physical experience. But what about a mind-emotional detox? With Sherrianna Boyle's new book, Emotional Detox Now, you get just that. Inside, you will find 135 of Sherrianna's signature cleanses laid out for you. In just five minutes a day, you can enjoy the soothing benefits of an emotional detox. Imagine feeling centered, calm, and free. With an emotional detox now, you can. Grab your book today at your favorite bookstore or go to sherriannaboyle.com. Welcome back to Just Ask Spirit. I'm here with Jan Edwards. We're talking about, uh, well, if you've been listening in, we've been talking about uh, child trafficking, human tra- uh, child trafficking, and so much more. You can find Jan Edwards at pavingthewayfoundation.org. Before the break, Jan, you were saying you talk straight with students. You talk straight with, and you really were starting to speak my language because me, as I call myself an emotional detox coach, Mm -hmm. I very much believe that emotions are a big part of everything that, um, the way to, that we have to, we have to teach people how to feel not just children, but people, because you will Mm -hmm. never develop that gut instincts without it. You have to be processing what you feel, not burying, not shoving it away, not repressing it, not avoiding it. We have to make this a priority, everyone, or else, you know, we're going to be in these cycles, as you say it, um, for a really long time. And a part of breaking that cycle is feeling. Would you agree, Jim? Yes, 100%, because... I can watch these kids. Like even today, there were a couple of kids and I pulled the principal aside and I said, look, I said, I just need you to check in on so-and-so. And they look at me like, how did you know? I go, mm-hmm. read body language. I can tell. I said, it. I, you know, there was, a, there was a slide I have. It shows all the apps and stuff that, you know, predators use. And the whole room erupts. I'm like, oh, no way. But, you know, and when I can see a kid not reacting, I'm like, hmm. Oh yeah. So it's just giving, a, you know, it's like you can tell yeah. they're like, don't react, don't react, don't move, just breathe, don't react. Like you, you can hear what's playing in the brain, right? The amygdala just totally takes over and they're yeah. out the yeah. door. Yeah. yeah. So the second day we work with all of that. And then my favorite part is I put them in groups of four to six. Mm-hmm. They have two instructions. I said, I want you to come up with a hashtag and then I want you to draw a picture of what you got today, that if you could hold it up and show it to someone that wasn't here, they'd get it, right? Mm -hmm. That's how I know we get in. 
that's how I know. Because some of the posters these young people have created, mm. like moved to tears. One of my favorite ones is they did outlines of their hands. They put dollar signs in it and said, not for sale. Oh, oh you know, tears. I, <laughs> that chills. And another group in DC put in all the glitters isn't gold. These kids get it. And here's the thing, especially the parents that I want to talk to you for just a minute. Okay. Yes. And the grandparents. Yes. And the aunties and the uncles and the grandparents, the coaches, the teachers, the neighbors, the neighbors, everybody, (laughs) everybody listen up. Your kids want to know this. They're figuratively and literally dying to know this information. Because no one's talking about it. I'm speaking to a group tonight and I was kind of organizing my thoughts. And what our kids are dealing with is they're bombarded with between eight and 10 times a day, direct messages that either have a nude, an inappropriate message or something else. Okay. Mm -hmm. And they don't know what to do. It's embarrassing. It's Mm -hmm. happens all the time. So it becomes whitewash. Not a problem. Hang on. Here's the thing. Yeah. The moment they're in a far more vulnerable position than they were before. Okay. Last two years have played havoc on our children. All right. Yes. But let's say we're starting to heal. Like we're starting to come out. We're starting to heal. And let's say it's one of those days for your kid. Okay. Mm -hmm. They get a C on a test. They studied really hard for us. And now they're disheartened. Maybe their best friend or their boyfriend or their girlfriend said something hurtful. And then they just got yelled at by their coach, their teacher or parent. Okay. So boom, boom, boom. And sometimes it only takes one of those, right? Mm -hmm. I'm kind of piling it on for effect. Yeah. And they run to social media because of the dopamine hit that they get on Insta or they're on TikTok and they see a DM. Yeah. And if it's a girl, guy's kind of cute. Now remember my, my confidence, my, all of those, they, it's been dropped multiple levels because of what's occurred in circumstances. Right. My prefrontal cortex, my brain isn't fully developed yet. So I'm working solely on emotions and my amygdala. Okay. Yeah. And he says, gosh, you're really cute. I saw that you play soccer. I play soccer too. Mm -hmm. We should connect. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's all it takes is that one week moment. And remember, he's cute. You're feeling a little down. You know, you're feeling hurt. All those emotions Mm -hmm. that you're feeling as a girl, it happens to boys too. I'm just going to use girls as an example. Right. Yes. And so you start to talk to them. They pour their heart out to you. So you, in turn, as a 14-year-old or 13-year-old girl, feel safe to pour your heart out to them. And this happens instantaneously. This happens quickly over several days. So and then they go, then they yeah. go, Sher- you know, Sheriana, I just, I feel so close to you. I want to share something with you. And they send a picture. Okay. Maybe it's just them with their shirt off. Don't see their head. Right. It's just their shirt off. Your turn. Now, as the little girl, you're like, I'm not sure. I feel uncomfortable. And maybe I say that to him. And he's like, but I love you. Uh, mm -hmm. We all want to be loved, Shariana. We all want to be loved. We all want to be connected. We all want to have that feeling. And she says, okay. So maybe she just sends a picture of her in her bra. Not horrible. Yes. But not good either. Right. And then he says some positive comments about that. And all of a sudden you've got all these pictures going back and forth. 
Right. And now he's got her sending a far more inappropriate picture. The moment she presses send, he's got her. Gosh. It's over. It's quick. It's manipulative. It's intentional. And it's not our kids' faults. And that's what I want to say to the parents. Okay. Yeah. Your yeah. children don't know it's not their fault. That's why they're petrified to come talk to you. Because they, they're the ones that started the conversation. They're gotcha. the ones that sent the picture, right? And they'll mm-hmm. get back. They'll get reinforcement from that predator. Well, you sent it. So what is your advice to parents at this point? What are, so, what, what are yeah, three so, main things parents need yep. to? How do you open up that dialogue? I mean, I you probably don't know this, Jan, about me. I have three daughters, and I one of them is in middle school. So you are mm-hmm. you are in my world right now. Reaching to the choir. You right are now. in yeah. my world, right? So yes. what do you say to parents? What do, what so do we need two to things, hear? Yeah. Right. Well, I, I gave you a bunch of numbers. You remember the numbers? Eight, 10, yes. 21. I guess okay. I wrote them down. So, yeah. Yep. So you now have facts. Facts are a really easy way to open up a conversation. In fact, we have a parent toolkit on our yep. website. So if you go to our website, pavingthewayfoundation.org. Go yep. to programs. It's a drop-down menu. You can download the parent toolkit. It'll give you conversation starters. Super simple, right? So let's pretend I'm you. You're my daughter, right? It's like, so you're driving home from school and go, Sheriana, gosh, I was listening to this show today. And they were talking about online exploitation and getting DMs from people you don't know. And I was like, hi, oh, you know what? We've never had that conversation. Mm. Have you ever gotten a DM from someone you don't know? Mm-hmm. Neutral tone not accusatory, mm-hmm. just super mm-hmm. right there in the middle. And you're going to watch and you're going to have them go, no, you know, or, or you're mm-hmm. going to see them get a little squirmy and go, no, mm-hmm. or they're going to be like, what are you talking? I don't even know what that is. Right. You, you'll know mm-hmm. if they have or not in that, in that moment. Right. Now let's say they have, but they don't want that. They don't want to tell you. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, it was just really interesting. What I was learning about is You know, it's kind of like a professional tennis player. If you and I went to the U.S. Open and Serena Williams called you down to play on center court, who'd win that game, honey? Mm -hmm. Serena Williams would, mom. Yeah, well, it's kind of like that online because these predators are generally older and they pretend to be someone they're not. So, Mm -hmm. you know, anybody that did anything, it wouldn't be their fault because they're being lied to and manipulated. Mm -hmm. So I just want you to know, baby doll, if that ever happens to you, Mm-hmm. You can come talk to me. I understand that it's not your fault. Mm-hmm. And you leave it there, right? Let's Love say it. a couple of weeks later, she comes back. And she's like, mom, do you remember that conversation we had? And you're in your mind going to go, which one? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just nod and go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And hey, well, remember we talked about those pictures and DMs and stuff. It's like, well, I think I, I, think I might be interacting with somebody that, that maybe I shouldn't. And, and like, you, you're going to see them hesitate. They're not going to be able mm-hmm. to look at you in the eye because the last thing they want to do is disappoint you. They're gonna so so I don't I don't I, I don't know what to do, right? In that moment, Chariana, as a parent, those next three seconds are everything. Because we have to remember, first of all, you're gonna have a physical, emotional reaction because someone's messing with your baby. You're yeah. gonna be mad. Okay. You can't be mad at them because they're gonna think it's them. She's so gotta take a deep breath and go, honey, I got it. It's not your fault. We'll work it out. Let's talk about it. Again, super neutral tone, yeah. non-accusatory. I bottom line, I got your back. We'll work this out. Now then, to parents, please, please, please do not delete those pictures. Do not delete those messages. You want to call your non-emergency number. If the guy's threatening, call 911. 
right? You can also call the National Trafficking Hotline, which is 888-3737-888. But my preference is for you to either call your local law enforcement, your 911, or your non-emergency number. Keep those messages. Do not delete them. I say that again, please, 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 no deleting. Because they will use that as evidence because I promise you this predator is not just talking to your child, they're talking to hundreds of children. It's like phishing. They send out three to 400 messages a day, just waiting to see who comes back. And they start to engage with that person because these predators want content. They want inappropriate content from children so they can buy, sell, and trade it. Now, there are people that want to meet your children. They do, right? Mm -hmm. But this is how it starts. Uh, Thorne did some great research and they said that 40% of kids um, ages 9 to 17 had actually gone out and met a stranger and you didn't know about it. 40%? You got to look at the past two years and that's what I kind of couch all of this with. The past two years have been, you know what, for our kids. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, And the predators knew this. It's been a heyday for them. So isolation and oh mm -hmm. my gosh. Well, and then parents are dealing with their stuff too. And the kids feel it. And you know, so, so you want to, you you want to open up the dialogue with a fact. Yeah. Super simple. Pay attention to their body language. If they're super uncomfortable, just leave it. They'll come back. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Or you can go, gosh, we should go look this stuff up together. I found it fascinating. We should learn more about this. Like you can create a together thing. Like you're in the inquiry too. Yes. Should they come talk to you? Neutral tone. Call your local law enforcement non-emergency number or 911. Now, if you're out and about, yeah. right, you're grabbing your afternoon coffee at whatever convenience store, you know, and you see something that's off, you're not quite sure that instinct, that yes. trust, right, that feeling. Yeah. You want to yeah. call the 800, you want to call the hotline number um, because mm-hmm. I don't want people, you're important to your family. You need to go home to your family, and take care of your family. And the hotline number is where? 888. It's 888. Yep. 3737. 888. It's available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And it's real simple. It's like, hey, I'm at XYZ, you know, convenience store at the corner of A and B. And, uh, you know, I'm clear there's a young, young woman. She's dressed inappropriately. She's with an older man. She looks terrified. You know, mm-hmm. she doesn't have a backpack if she's coming it's it's weird and i'm calling and and i don't know what to do about it right they'll ask you a couple of more questions and then they'll point you in the right direction so those of you who do not have children can be of service here right absolutely yeah so you can also be aware and report and Mm -hmm. and educate people Absolutely. This, is, this has been uh, so incredibly powerful. I'm so grateful that um, you are a part of this. I also would strongly em- encourage parents to start processing what they feel because in terms of the reactivity that you're referring to, for us to stay calm, even after hearing this conversation today, <laughs> right? With yes. Jan, you may feel your heart rate up a little bit. You may feel a little bit of tension in your body. That's okay, right? You're, you've got information and take time to really process what you feel. Um, go through the cleanse because that will give you strength. That will give yes. you resilience. That will give you courage. Jim, would you be open to doing a cleanse with me? And then we'll come right back on because just yes. us here. All right.
I have my hands out this well, way. We're back in. We're back in, everybody. <laughs> we're back. We're vibrating. <laughs> so normally, um, th- this is a new show on Dream 7 Radio, Jan. So you're only our second show. That, um, but, we're, but we have a very wide audience here at Dream 7. So I'm thrilled that, you're, that I was able to bring you to this platform. Um, and on the show, I, at the end of every show, I do a cleanse and then I give a, a little spiel after. But today, I just felt like I wanted to do that cleanse with you. Cleanse is the seven-step process, everyone, of an emotional detox, which is featured in all of my emotional detox books. We did kind of speed, but she did great with speeding it. <laughs> just maybe <laughs> took about three minutes to to do that cleanse together. How do you feel, Jan? <laughs> <laughs> like I'm still vibrating, right? I'm still the, the energy that is vibrating out of my body is, uh, yeah, it, when I pray and I am super intentional in my prayers, especially when I pray with another, it's mm-hmm. a very similar feeling like spirit, Holy spirit, all yeah. through you're like right here. Yes. It's like, we got you. We got you. And that's, you. you know, it's a perfect ending to the show because I always say emotions are the gateway to the soul, you know? Yes. And, um, and so, you know, we, we took, went through the cleanse, everyone, and really supported her vibration. It's kind of like getting a tune up. <laughs> yes. Right. Yes. And, and really making this because this is, I mean, you talk about service work. Um, and you talk about, and I, and I'm thinking about all of you out there that are nurses, that are teachers, that are parents, that are, that are fathers, that are, you know, caregivers, this is service. A lot of what we do, right. Is serving, serving our community, serving each other. And, and we have to reboot ourselves in all of this, right. It's important to take time for yourself. Um, And when you hear information, because this was a very tough conversation, right? Mm -hmm. It's not easy. Jan, you, Mm -hmm. you did, you're amazing. You're definitely in doing what you're supposed to be doing. Um, I, I want to know, um, how to, if someone wants you to go to their kid's school, because of course I'm thinking about my children's school, how do we, how do we do that? Or how do we donate money or anything towards your cause? Sure. Thank you. So everyone can go to pavingthewayfoundation.org. You can go to my contact button and go, oh my gosh, I heard you. I would love to bring you in to come and talk to our kids and our parents, right? Super simple. We have 45 mission ambassadors across the country that are trained to have this conversation. Um, I travel, right? I have no problem traveling. Um, actually, I, I, I love it, especially when I get to go be with my mission ambassadors because then they get training too. Uh, and we also have a donate button right at the top. And, uh, you know, here's the thing that I want you to get, the importance of this. In 2016, we spent $124 billion on chronic illnesses from untreated childhood trauma. Mm-hmm. Okay, in the United States, it costs five bucks to educate kid. Yeah, it's all ticks. Yeah. It's all ticks. Yeah. You know, so that five dollars, that fifty dollars, that five hundred dollars, you can only imagine the impact that has. It's a ripple effect. And we've had kids that have come back to us and said, after this training, like about a week later, somebody contacted this little twelve-year-old girl on her cell phone. 
got her cell phone number from somewhere and asked for an inappropriate picture. And she said, because of Miss Jan's training, I knew what to do. She went and talked to her parents. They called the police. They let the school know and they caught the guy. Oh, that's one, that's one life out of thousands that we've impacted. And we love it when people join our movement, whether it's bringing us into train, offering a donation, right? Or sharing, spreading the word. We always want people to share what they've learned. Oh, I love this. Mm -hmm. I love it so much. I'm going to be talking to you after the air. I want to get you to my children's school. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So thank you so much, Jan Edwards. And thank you, everyone listening in through the radio today and through my podcast to just ask spirit. And until next time, remember your emotions matter. Processing them matters more. Take care, everyone. Thank you for listening. Join Sherrianna next time to continue this remarkable journey of discovering the amazing power of your emotions. Reach out to Sherrianna directly on SherriannaBoyle.com. Share your comments and ask your Just Ask Spirit questions. Until next time, remember, your emotions matter. Processing them matters more. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow.